How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Team Chat Pod. Oh, you posing with me? Yeah. Ready? Just gripping the table. <laughs> you to get you up. looked oh. really ready, like, so I just thought I should. Bra- oh, God, <laughs> Jesus. Calm down, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just bracing Heavens myself, readying myself for a great episode here of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right. By Rachel Mogan. Bongiorno. Bongiorno to you as well. How are you this fine day? It feels good to be back on the Bongiorno train. Yeah, you jumped off of it last I think I said something last, weird last, last time. Episode. You just didn't, didn't say it. Yeah, it didn't You feel just right. were like, sup? Oh, that didn't, that's, that can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> that's not me We should at go all. back and re-record just that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we are back at the table because it's been a bit because we we yeah, we did our episode on Splitgate. Then uh, we had some travel or you had some travel. Oh, yes. Then I, I had some in... travel this last weekend. Oh, yeah. And then we did our our uh, let's play uh, team ch- team chat plays of uh, of Splitgate as well. So we've had Splitgate heavy content, but now we're back. You keep saying spilt gut weird. I say it's Splitgate. It's spilt. the name that its developers and God intended you for it to have. You spill the guts of your enemies. Spilt gut. I see. I see. <laughs> that actually would have been. I mean, great. technically, I'm knocking their heads off because well, I'm hitting headshots left and right. I don't. I get like groin <laughs> and body shots exclusively. <laughs> Oh, oh man! But, but yeah. Spilled Gut would have made a great backup name for the Doom series. <laughs> I love I the, think so. that would have been that would have. But I love him the the process of both you and I trying to figure out how to stream Splitgate from our computers. It shows that uh, the which also if there's anybody out there who could help us out with that because we were both struggle busting oh, with we that were because I, I can't figure out the right settings. I don't know if there's something. I've always had a hard time streaming the PC games from my computer, regardless if they're very graphic intensive heavy games or not. So. I don't know. If anybody has some wise words of advice or tips out there for us, please let us know. But I love how when you're doing the application selector for like the game capture in OBS and stuff, it calls it Portal Wars, which just makes me think that I'm like, oh, that's what they really wanted to call it. It is. They probably just couldn't get the rights or something. Yeah, because it's like, no, that's too no, close. No, too, too similar. Too close to your inspiration. But Splitgate makes more sense because it's split. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I like it. Portal Wars is just, I don't know. I don't like that name as much. Yeah. Splitgate is more of a good. Rolls off the tongue. Plus, what would be the not correct alternative to Portal Wars? Puertalo Whams? I still think Portalo. Oh, yeah. Well, that's no, it's Portal no, and Halo. That's no fun either. Portal. Anyways, Split Gut. Splitgate? It's Whatever. a fun game. It's a fun game. <laughs> Play it if you haven't already. We'll quit talking about it eventually, but not for now. But... New episodes of Team Chat Podcast come out at 9 a.m. Central Time, and you can listen to those on podcast services around the World Wide Web, as well as watch a video version of each episode over on our YouTube channel. Links for all that are in the description below, as well as links for where you can find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also join our Discord server where we have a lot of great conversations about games and other non-gaming related topics when we're not here recording the show. And finally, if you'd like to help make the show bigger and better, just like Elise M, Zach S, Mariah S, Susan M, James K, Ben W, Michael B, Fuchsia Rascal, Andrew M, Michael S, and Brandon W have done. You can go over to patreon.com slash team chat podcast, whereas for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show. And in return, we'll give you cool perks like getting the episodes early before their general Tuesday release, access to other extra goodies like our subsidiary show, Team Chit Chat, which I'm sorry, I know we're behind on episodes. I'll be getting one out soon. It's we're recorded. It. It's in the can. I just got to edit it. But that is uh, one of the extra things that you can get as well through your support there. You'll see it in other ways, such as we're getting a custom pack of emote. Uh, of emotes for Twitch and our Discord, which we are in the final stages of getting they those done for us. Done. They look so good. Yeah, I'm so excited so for everybody to see they're the final versions. They're colored in. Ooh, we did a couple pretty. of teeny tiny little edits. Little tweaks. So little tweaks, but and now, now they're going to be sick. They're primed for showtime. Yeah. Before we move on, though, I have it on good authority that one of our patrons, Elise M., we're going to need to update that list. Oh, yeah? I think it's Elise F now. <gasps> oh, my. Somebody had a wedding recently. Well, congratulations. I'm going to do, do it right now. Nice little golf clap Elite? around the table. Oh, Congratulation. You've done it. You've done it. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. Marriage. Achievement unlocked. Marriage. Elise F now? Elise okay. F. There we go. Indeed. Updated. Elise F. But if you can't Make sure your us- credit card information is updated. <laughs> Update that shit right Update now. Update that shit. <laughs> but no, if you can't support us through Patreon, that's no big deal at all. We totally understand. And there are tons of other ways that you can support the show as well, such as telling your friends, writing us reviews, subscribing wherever you listen to or watch the show. All that goodness can help make this show bigger and better. Get the word of Team Chat Podcast out there to the masses. And for each and every one of our patrons, listeners, and viewers alike, thank you. And we love you. Heart emojis. Love you, boo. Speeches. But before we get into the main topic of the day, which 
is going to be a good one. I'm excited it's about the game we're talking really about today. One. Yeah, I'm excited Let's too. get into a little bit of news and what's coming out soon. All right, in so with Mogan. forgot about the first half of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was so absorbed in the other news related to the Nintendo Direct that I totally forgot You know what? Let's just, to, let's just do this. Yeah, let's just do let's the just, Nintendo let's Direct Let's just do first. the n- Nintendo let's Direct. Let's, let's, big stuff's coming out in September and October, everybody. Just, just. You know, Too hold on to your butts. Stuff. There's a lot of fun stuff coming right, out. But on. instead, here we go. Oh, you're still getting yeah, okay. Still, I was trying to. I was still, trying to save no, you the time. I'm still gonna do I it. I was just gonna say, let's not. P- the people have to know what's going on. <laughs> they have to know where to send their dollars. Plus, it's the very end of the month, so this is gonna That's be true. the last haul for the entire month. So, as of this episode's air date, which will be in a couple of days, couple from days. now. So, don't worry about the exact date. But away, the survival series is out now for PS5, PS4, and PC. Chernobylite is out for PS4, Xbox One, Ghost Runner. Oh, this is a game mm. that Just Mike plays. Keeps telling us I to play. play that. Ghost Runner is out now for PS5, Xbox Series X, and S. In Sound Mind is out for PS5, Xbox Series X, and S, and PC. Kiwi or K-Way? It is spelled K-E-Y-W-E. That could be Key West, perhaps? Anyways, <laughs> Kiwi or K-Way is out for PS5 and PS4. Lemnus Gate is out for PS5, Xbox Series, XNS, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Neo, The World Ends With You. This is a the PC port. So PC is finally getting Neo. New World is out for PC on September 28th as well. Outer Wilds, Echoes of the Eye. Oh. Some DLC for Outer Wilds is out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC right now. Steel Assault is also out for Switch and PC. Insurgency Stand Sandstorm. Insurgency Sandstorm is out for PS4 and Xbox One. Aeon. Isn't that game old as hell? I feel like I've been hearing about Insurgency Stand Sandstorm for forever. Well, now it's available for PS4 and Xbox One. All right. Good job, everybody. Power to you. Aeon Drive, rounding us out here at the very end of the month. God, there's still so much on this list. PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Astria Ascending for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, NES, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Darksiders 3. I guess this is the Switch port because that's also an older game. Yeah. Uh, Darksiders 3 is available on the Switch now on September 30th. E football 2022. I'm not football. even going to tell you what that's for because that sounds stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the equally stupid sounding game, <laughs> but at least this one sounds mildly fun. Hot Wheels Unleashed is available. For- oh, I actually saw some more gameplay that that <laughs> yeah, does look fun. It's, it's a it's it's pretty racing cool. game on Hot Wheels tracks. Yeah. Come on. Uh, anyways, that's for PS5, Xbox Series X, NES, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Imposter Factory for PC is out on September 30th. So is Rogue Lords. Again, only for PS for PC. The Last Friend is available for Switch and PC on September 30th. And then finally, at the very end of the month, we have Unsighted for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Jesus, there's a Unsighted? lot coming out. Unsighted. They're making up words now at this point. Uh, I'm not going to go too much into October. We're just going to have to do a backtrack. But on the far horizon, on October 5th, the only game that matters, Alan Wake Remastered, is coming out for every console except for switch so i want to get that game very very badly yeah i've heard a lot of great things about alan wake and that's we've, another one that i've that we've both missed out on we've been sitting here taught or at least i have i've been sitting here talking about wanting an alan wake remaster for years and years and years then specifically because longtime listener and supporter of the show brandon has told up so. me again and again that that game is awesome yeah and i never got to play it because it was xbox exclusive mm-hmm. didn't have an xbox so now is my chance now i finally get to play it it's all coming together yep so the mad lads they finally did it over at remedy whatever games well it'd be cool to see too since we know that the universe now of alan wake and control is connected i'm way more excited to go play out yeah uh is it's jesse right yes jesse fadden yes Faden? Faden. jesse Faden. I, I don't know why i wanted to call her something different anyways i hope jesse is just kind of like in the game that she's you just see her like walk in the background yeah, just and like, like casual just casual cameos you're like jesse <laughs> what happened? yeah anyways. that would be that would be really cool yeah well we could we can only hope but the other bit of news that came that was within the last week or since our last episode that was big rocked the world with all of its many many announcements yes was the nintendo direct where they got to showcase a lot of the games coming out through the rest of the year and in the future and there were some uh, pretty big announcements coming out. There of that. were a couple of big ones. Yeah. 
You want to just start with the biggest one? Let's go with let's the biggest one. Let's just start with one. the big one. Bayonetta 3, which has been rumored for years. I mean, they did like a teaser trailer many, many, many Yeah, years they're like, ago, it's in development. But, but that was like, no information yeah. for years. And then they finally showed an official real trailer with gameplay. Yep. And supposedly the game is coming out early winter of next year. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty And awesome. I love too that it was like, I want to say it was within the last week or Wait. so before this, the direct that there was like somebody had asked Nintendo or the, or platinum games, the developer being like, Hey, when, when are we getting some information? And they were basically like, Hey, there it's out there. It's just not yet ours to say when it's going to be. So it was really cool that it was literally like the next week. They're like, okay, here it is. It was part of this direct. Yeah. And people could finally, who have been waiting on that game for forever can finally have some information about it and see what they're what's what's up uh, this, just to give you an idea of how very mia bayonetta 3 was still when you google bayonetta 3 some of the questions like the common questions that google populates for it is bayonetta 3 canceled <laughs> so, so it's still showing <laughs> so up knows. in google nobody so knows nobody knows happening. also i may or may not be correct about early 2022 they may have just said 2022, 2022. okay I, I i i might be getting my games confused so this one might just be supposedly 2022 which would be nice nice so yeah that was the big one we also got news an official confirmation that the n64 uh n64 games and sega genesis games are going to be coming to nintendo switch online yes. which is very cool such as even like uh super mario 64 which i think is so funny that they released the 35 anniversary edition of I those know, three games right? and then they're like we're never going to sell this again and then here you go here's the original it's n64 like, version eh, okay i mean i know they're see. not yeah so it's like oh okay i okay. get it but there's yeah, also still mario kart 64 which is like Come on, it's one of the best Mario Karts, well, if not the best Mario Kart. I think one of the more, not necessarily niche games, but just a game that doesn't get mentioned nearly as much as Mario and The Legend of Zelda. I know a lot of people are really happy to see F-Zero yeah. be, be finally available again because that's a game that gets no remakes. Yeah. So the fact that people are finally getting F-Zero again, that's pretty incredible. That is pretty cool. And they did confirm that a lot of these, well, supposedly all of these games are going to have both local and online online multiplayer which like how cool is that for mario kart 64 yeah, especially that's like, gonna come awesome. on that's gonna be awesome we're yeah. definitely gonna have to do a, a team chat plays night of some mario kart now 64. they did also confirm in that same breath that the n64 and sega expansions which is really what they are are going to come along with a new presumably more expensive tier of nintendo switch's online service mm -hmm. it's still true that 20 bucks is the grand total for the year for nintendo switch online as is so i don't think the price raise is going to be that much yeah i, I mean I it's can't already even, pretty pretty I can't cheap even imagine like, that it would be more than 30 a year right i'm i was honestly gonna say it's probably like yeah five to 10 i was bucks. gonna guess 25 to 30. yeah yeah so like, I, like oh you mean an additional 25 to 30 no or, no, no, no. Oh, i mean like, 25 to 30 so like flat. adding five bucks yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. no same I agree because it's like they've already priced it so well with that because I think what you're getting for the Nintendo Switch online at that price is really really good yeah and so I think like if they come out and be like cool you get to play these like six seven changing games of the N64 and Sega Genesis and this is like another 20 bucks a month people are gonna be like no what no excuse me <laughs> yeah no one would get out of here so I think Nintendo knows that and I think they're probably going to price it reasonably right so they haven't confirmed the pricing yet though but we'll see you know I just, I just cannot see $70 a month. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't think they're going to do, no, do that. That sounds crazy. And they know that. <laughs> I mean, they definitely can't be more than like PS plus or Xbox live yeah, every that, month. Or, or you're going to be, or people are gonna be like, no. <laughs> yeah. We basically already know as bad as it can be. And Nintendo's definitely not going to outdo that because they don't have as much on their platform. But wait a minute. Switch online isn't monthly. It's yearly. It can be monthly. Oh, okay. There is there are options to play to pay monthly, but it's still but it's still like twenty dollars a year, yes, right? Because the family plan, which I have, is like thirty six dollars or something. Correct, something like that, which you can get eight people on. Oh, so then wow. it's like stupid family cheap. plan. Must yeah. be nice to have a family. You can be on my family plan. <laughs> okay, you add me. I'll cancel mine. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so that's been really cool to see. I'm already excited about how many rounds of Mario Kart sixty four I'm going to be playing, but. Uh, the one thing, Mogan, and I know there's a lot of big games, a lot of big stuff, but you know what? No other announcement, I believe, was met with such ire as the <gasps> announcement oh, yeah. of the Mario movie and so, its cast. So we knew the movie was coming. This and is I have been looking forward to it. Mario movie. Animated. Animated. Because it's oh, it's yeah, Illumination. You're right. you're it's right. the people who do minions, sing, stuff like that. Right. Uh so I 
I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be CG. I don't. Maybe it'll have some live action stuff. No, in it too. I, I don't, don't know. know why I thought it was live action. But uh, but Big so we have got that, which is cool. I'm super excited for that. Would love to see a Mario movie, other than Super Mario Brothers, the original, the 1990s movie, which is. Good or bad, depending on how it's you want to look at it. <laughs> it's incredible. You amazing. hush your mouth. It's no, awesome. I've seen it. it's, I, will, I watched it and was like, what is this? But you it's know what? I can't look away. golden. <laughs> so anyway, super excited about the Mario movie, but they decided to bless us with the information on the cast, which they started off right out of the gate, shocking everybody's pants off because they say that Mario is going to be played not by Charles Martinet, the person who has done his voice for forever. No. Chris Pratt. Are you kidding me? What were they thinking? I mean, the only thing I can imagine is that maybe they don't, maybe they haven't caught on yet that the that, like, US the internet, is super over Chris Pratt. <laughs> we're not into it. I, just, I was like, wow, they really killed the hype for that movie by announcing Chris Pratt as it, Mario. It could have been any of the other Chris's. We could have had Literally. Chris Pine as Mario. <laughs> that would have been awesome. But no, we got, no, we the, we got the shittiest Pratt. Chris. I'm so, like, cool. I loved Chris Pratt as Andy Dwyer in Parks oh, and Rec. Yeah. Sure, he was fine and he was hilarious in that. But then he just became everywhere. It's like Tom Holland. Like, I'm over Tom Holland, too. He's everywhere. It I'm, doesn't even... So that's not what bothers me about Chris Pratt. What bothers me is that every character he plays falls into the, like, cocky asshole character. And it's like, you don't... That, Mario. Yeah, with a heart not, of with a heart of gold, yeah, likes to crack jokes and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, it's, and plus, it's like, that's... I, honestly, to me... That announcement is the same as when the 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 Sonic movie released its initial first draft of what Sonic was going to look like, and everybody's like, "That's not it." New. No. <laughs> I, I mean, low key, like part of me is hoping that maybe it's not too late to recast. I wonder, it. honestly, like I would be shocked if they did. I'm but sure. I mean, I was shocked that the Sonic movie changed completely, redid it. But, but that was for the better. I think, the difference that is that a lot of animation studios don't have um, what's it called unions. Yeah, actors do, and they also have contracts. Yeah, so, so I strongly we'll doubt that we will see a major shift, but we can dream, right? We can, because we, that's going to be so jarring. We could have Sir Patrick Stewart as Mario. It's going to be so jarring. That would be amazing. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's get that rolling. Let's because, get that like, but like, honestly, like, what is it? What is it going to be when Mario pops up on screen for the first time? And you hear Chris Pratt trying to. Uh, obnoxiously do an Italian Mario voice. Oh no, I didn't even think about the Italian aspect. He can't just be his Chris Pratt voice. It's gotta be like trying to do the Charles Martinet Mario. So what's even more confusing about all this is they did announce that Charles Martinet is being someone. He's like multiple cameos. Yeah, he's multiple characters or cameos in the movie. So it's like, will you? Just give him Mario. Just give him Mario. Come on. The the one that I do love is, is it Charlie Day? That's going to be Luigi. I'm I'm very excited for that. That's an amazing casting. Yeah, I'm on board with that. I'm also very excited for Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Oh yeah, that'll be good. Okay. I'm pretty excited that'll about that too. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy is going to be Peach. I don't really know anything about her. I just what has she been in? Uh, Queen's Gambit was the most recent thing that she's oh, blown up for. Okay. She was also in The Witch. She was the main character in The Witch. Mm. She was also in uh, Glass. The and uh, the like sequels to Unbreakable, the Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, oh. Glass, and then the final one. Oh, Glass was the last one. I can't remember the one before it that she was in. She was in both of those too. Um, but anyway, so she's in that. And then yeah, Charlie Day is going to be Luigi, and there oh, and Jack Black is Bowser, which yes. I can get behind. Too. I'm behind that too. Really, like the only person that I was like, oh no, yeah. was the first and kind of most important one. So. We'll I don't see. know, man. We'll <laughs> yeah, see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but aside from that, a couple of other big announcements to come out of the Nintendo Direct. Uh, we did get more information about Splatoon 3, which mm-hmm. I'm very excited about. Uh, again, it's slated to come out. I think this was the one that's slated to come out in early 2022. Okay. Maybe. Don't quote me on that. Okay. But I feel like it's probably early 2022. But more importantly, we saw the return of Lab Coat Sunglasses Man. <laughs> I don't know what I, his I name is. I'm not familiar with this reference. He of has done all of the update like announcements for Splatoon since since the beginning, and I'm so excited to see him back doing more of his research updates. So we got more gameplay about Splatoon uh, three, some of which were really interesting. There's like a grapple mechanic now. Yeah. And there's some new weapons in there, new hair, obviously. 
obviously everybody cares about the new hair. They did a little bit more information on the new city that it's going to be based in. But that's all just kind of information that we kind of already knew, but it's just more of the same. The new, new thing that I'm also really excited about, Monster Hunter Rise. Yes. Big honking DLC expansion is coming out summer of 2022. That'll be really cool. So they've said it's like a massive, is how they described it, a massive expansion. So I'm guessing it's kind of going to be like the Iceborne treatment, where it's just a crap ton of new stuff, and it's going to make it all awesome again. Uh, The game is still relatively new, um, but by the time... By the time it comes back, it will have been a little over a year. So I feel like that's a good time for a big a big new injection of DLC to come out. It is going to be paid, much like Iceborne was. I assume it'll probably be anywhere from 20 to 30 bucks is yep. my best guess. Uh, so, I, not Iceborne. Monster Hunter Rise. Oh, they did have a name it for it. It did have a name. Crap. E- Everlast. Everdale. Evergreen. Riverdale. Riverdale. Rivendell. Lord of the Rings. I'll just keep guessing places. Ethan Hawk. I think it was like a... Um, Ethereal Bay. Sunbrick. <laughs> what? You're way off. <laughs> a sunbrick. <laughs> Sunbrick or sunbreak? Sunbreak. Sunbreak. Yeah. I thought you said sunbreak, and I was like, what? <laughs> a brick of the sun. Yeah, I was like, that's the stupidest name I've ever heard. <laughs> sunbreak. That makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, and the DLC trailer came along with just new footage of a big, cool-looking dragon, and I was like, everybody loves a dragon. Everyone's okay Everyone with this. Everyone likes that. Yeah. So that's pretty... There were other stuff uh, nested into the Nintendo Direct, too, but those are the big highlights. Yep. But you know what? A big highlight of our last week has been... Getting to finally... Play. Kena. That's right. Bridge of Spirits. Oh my God, Mogan, it's here. Also, we've realized that it's pronounced Kena and not Kena. Right. Which I'm honestly a little, a little bummed. I'm a little miffed. I'm, <laughs> I'm a little, little miffed I'm on little that. Perturbed. Because it's just like, really? Yeah, uh, you'd <laughs> think we, they would have corrected people a long ass point. time ago. <laughs> but Kena, Kena Bridge, Bridge of, of Spirits, Spirits is out now yes. for PlayStation 5 and PS4. And PC. And PC, that's right. So three major access points. Maybe someday it'll come to Switch. Who knows? Who knows? But for now, it is available for PlayStation and PC, and we've been playing it a little bit. We obviously haven't gotten that far into it yet, so this is going to be our first impression. Right. Not a full review coming out. Not a full review yet. yet, but... It's so exciting to think that we actually might be able to do the full review way sooner than we get to oh, for other yeah. games. <laughs> like, because Kena is meant to be like a 20 to 25 hour complete experience. Yeah. Which, so hopefully, nice, thank God. nice quick little game. <laughs> nice quick you game. You know, we'll be, we'll be in and out, 20 yeah, minutes. Let's, let's get us another Ratchet and Clank 5 or 4 or whatever the game yep, that came yep. out was. More short concise games please this is exactly i've been knocking those out of the park lately i've been adding to my list of games completed for this year i need more in the in the w category than the l category (laughs) (laughs) but yes we are here to talk about kana bridge of spirits it's it's so fun when you've been talking about and hyping up a game for so long you know we've been talking about since its announcement trailer we were like yeah i can't wait to play it and oh it's so good when the day has finally arrived but yeah so a little bit about the game it was developed by Ember Lab, which is a 14-person team. Which is honestly mind-blowing. Yeah. I, so so seeing what they've created, the fact that it's an indie game. First of all, it's only 40 bucks. You can get the base version of the game for 40 bucks, which is really nice compared to Very those nice. $75 PS5 price tags. Oh, How man. much was your version? It was... Ten dollars more because oh, so I got the digital deluxe. Oh, oh, so it wasn't even related to the fact that it was PS Five. Yeah, oh. yeah, because it just gave you like extra rots, rot skins, and then like the soundtrack and stuff like that. Well, how about that, Apple? But you commenting on the price of games. This is not related to Kane of Bridge of Spirits, but. I was in Target not too long ago, walking by the video game aisle as I am one to do. Was Anthem on sale for $40? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was in a box that just said free. Take, <laughs> just take free. as many as you want. Please take them. But uh, it was, but no, it was a dad buying a game for a, his kid. Kid wasn't there. I guess it was going to oh, be a, okay. a, a, and I just like walked by and heard this interaction taking place. He unfortunately was buying Madden for his child. Oh, and I was like, no. no, what are you Did doing? you tell him it's a scam? Did you stop <laughs> him to. and did you go, stop, sir? <laughs> but so he was buying Madden and he, so he's asking the, the associate there to help him out. And they, and he was like, yeah, I want to get this one. And he's like, man. And as I'm walking by, I hear him go, man, the markup's really gone up on these, hasn't it? 
And I remember buying these, and it was a lot. And then this one's a hundred dollars. I'm like, sir, you are not about to drop a hundred dollars on Madden. Oh my what are you God. doing? Getting like some game of the year edition or whatever new, that. New, but I was, new. but I just like the hurt in his voice at knowing he's showing out a hundred bucks for Poor man. <laughs> you should have stopped him and been like, have you heard about Cana Bridge of Spirits? It's only 40 bucks. <laughs> you have a second to talk about our Lord and Savior, Cana Bridge, Cana of, Bridge of Spirits. At only $40 MSRP. But no, oh so it was, it was, it was, it That's was a very sad. funny, I had a sad chuckle to myself as I walked by. <laughs> I was like, you fool. You <laughs> poor, poor, dumb anyway. bastard. <laughs> But anyway, I just I just remembered that when you mentioned the price, and I was like, I'm "Oh, I gotta you tell told this me story." That is funny. But yeah, so only at forty dollars, so it's not a very a big investment. And I honestly think, like, I have to temper myself a little bit because I realize sometimes in these first impressions, I tend to be like, "It's new," and I'm blinded by the game being new. But I will say, from what I've played so far, I feel like that's a very very worth an investment. Oh yeah, it is. But uh so yeah, so it was developed by Emberlab, a 14 person team. Oh my god. Uh directed by brothers Mike and Josh Greer, who are the founders of Emberlab. And the soundtrack is by Jason Galati. More on that later. Yes. But uh what are you thinking of it so far? Obviously, this is our first impression. So we're not going to go super deep yep. into story. We're not going to like be spoiling shit left and right. We're just talking about the first, and we've talked about it. I think uh, we've only been able to play so far each about maybe five, six hours, I think, total. Yeah, so we're so still early. We're very early. Yeah. I'm only still in the, fir- like, the first area of Forgotten Forest. Me too. Okay, Good. Cool, I think cool, we're cool. in the, uh, th- based on the amount of rot we have, yeah. rot, I say rot. I, I, I understand that some people might say like. rot, but since I was just playing Garden Story, where the main enemies are called the rot, I'm like, no, I need something to differentiate those games, so I'm going to call these the rot. But you know what? You're probably right. If they misled us and led us astray on the pronunciation of Kana, I bet you're right. Yeah. It's rot. But yeah. anyway, and, and like, how could they be bad? How can you connotate the well, rot with the bat with they rot do, with being bad because they're so damn cute? They do say it in game though, and oh, I feel do? like they're called the rot. Or maybe yes. they. Because there's Crap, that old man. Know. Never mind. Whatever. We'll, we'll play the, the game. And we'll the figure point it out. Is later. we'll play it more and we'll figure it out later. <laughs> and I'm not going to change my ways. I, I promise I will never improve and never change. But the important thing to know about Kana Bridge of Spirits, we will give you the most base level, high level overview that you could easily get from the trailers. Yes. So you play as title character Kana, who is a young girl, probably in her mid to late teens, mm-hmm. I would guess, max lower twenties. I strongly doubt that. Uh, and she is a spirit guide. So her job is to go around and basically guide wayward spirits on their path into the afterlife. So if they've, you know, if someone has passed on and they've got regrets or they passed on in a way that maybe wasn't so good and their spirit is clinging on to the the human world still, her job is to go and help them peacefully pass on. So there's a lot of, um, I guess, not necessarily symbolism, there's a lot of uh, inclusion of wooden masks in Mm -hmm. the game as being like one of the things that are kind of like a physical item that helps spirits pass on because in the lore of the game, they carve wooden masks for those who have passed on. And then as the mask deteriorates over time, naturally that symbolizes them passing into the next world. So the only reason I mentioned that is because it's eventually a function of the game. So that's pretty much Kano. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, I mean, and that's, that's the, the way, high you, level overview. You meet these creatures called the rot that you, uh, you find they're, they're in hiding They're From what I've picked up so far, they seem tied to some, uh, spiritual being as well. In, they seem or like, to be little forest spirits yeah. is how I would describe yeah, them. Because they're little they're little small black pudgy bean creatures. <laughs> and and With they the big old eyes. They have big old eyes and most of them have like little leaves and moss yeah. growing out of their heads. So they're clearly Cute. some sort of plant critter. Right. I would liken them to the Kodama from Princess Mononoke. Sure. Or, you know, Pikmin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're much like all of the above. <laughs> the the Kodama and Princess Mononoke are kind of creepy, though. Whereas yeah. the Rote, they're just cute. Just They're just cute. little Pillsbury doughboys of the forest. I was like, immediately started taking screenshots. Like, yeah. as soon as the, as the soon rock as came on, I was like, up, I was, like, oh, I was yeah. hitting it. And then I'm like that, uh, that... That meme that's from Brooklyn Nine Nine of Rosadia is holding uh, this, and she's like, "I've only met them today, and if and, I, and if anything happens to them, I will kill everyone in this room and then myself." Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's how accurate. I feel about the rot. But uh, ooh, those puppers! They're oh going. They're woofing they're, they're somebody. Big. Ooh, they're, oh, they're getting. They're protecting this house. Goodness. I love it. But uh, what? So, what is your overall impression of it so, so far? My like starting off, very first impression that I want to mention first and foremost. And as soon as I say it, I need you to be on that Google machine okay. so that you can help me. Kana's voice actress. I already Kana's got it for you. voice is so 
pleasing. It's such a nice, like just hearing her talk, I'm like, will you talk more, please, pretty lady? So you bring this up. We're going to already skip ahead then because it ties into itself. We're going to skip ahead and talk about the soundtrack. Okay, that's fine by me. Because they're, they're these tied are two in. of the things that I'm like, yeah, it's going great. So I wanted to get all this information correct. So I did just like pull this section from the game's Wikipedia section, uh, Wikipedia article where they're talking about the game. The game's original score, so this is all quotes. The game's original score was composed by Jason Galati. Jason Galati was listening to the music of Balinese ensemble group Gamelon Sudamani for inspiration Good and effort. reached out to... Oh, I wrote the pronunciation down this time. Oh, I was nice. a smart Good. Wow, smart, smart man. And he reached out for to seek a collaboration, wanting to remain respectful to the culture because this game draws influences from Japan and Bali specifically. Yes. Uh, Gamelan Sudamani, associate director and lead singer Imiko Saraswati Susilo, was initially hesitant, not wanting to, a traditional Gamelan music to be featured in a video game, but agreed to collaborate after speaking to the team and resonating with the game's themes. She is also the voice of Tana. Oh my God. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. No kidding. So a lot of those musical tracks that I'm hearing then, that's her. Yeah. What a talented person. Right? Oh so, my God. So uh, Galadie and Mark Greer, one of the creators of the game, traveled to Bali to record the group. The founding director of the group, uh, Diwaputu Barada, created original compositions based on footage and descriptions of the game. When Galati presented samples of sacred music, Barada would inform him if it was inappropriate or not, and instead create a new composition with similar feeling. The game features music with vocals from Susilo, who also voices Kina. D- Kena, sorry. D- and despite being influenced by the films of Disney, the team avoided in-game musical performances to keep the game more grounded. That's so. awesome. Yeah. I love everything about Everyone likes that. <laughs> right? <laughs> what a nice time. Because how cool to not only be like, hey, we want to you know, respect your culture and everything that we're basing our game off of. We want to really you know, collaborate with you and make this soundtrack be perfect and fit perfectly. But they're also like, you know what? No, you get to voice our character too. I love it. I. This is a broad, broad tangent. But this is another reason to play more indie games because I feel like for whatever reason probably because they just have fewer bureaucratic, less red tape to get through. Yeah. I feel like indie studios, for some reason, seem to be better about this, yeah. about being really respectful of cultures that they're borrowing from. Not all the time, obviously. There are lots of missteps along the way, and not every game has anything related right. to another culture. But, for example, like Never Alone, that game that we talked about ages ago mm-hmm. about the uh, Alaska Native people. Yes. And then I feel like just just from a mental illness perspective, um, our favorite game about woman and Vikings and uh, this Furies. Voices. Oh, Hellblade. Hellblade. God, why could I not think? <laughs> My brain was like, no. no <laughs> you're, not today. You will not have access to that information. <laughs> like Hellblade is a great yeah, yeah, example yeah. of that. That, again, is another really small studio that managed to do incredible things and be really respectful of the subject matter that they were trying to cover at the same time. So, anyways, the point is, play indie games because a lot of the studios behind those games are full of really nice people. Yep. But another note of that, section about the soundtrack which the soundtrack is just like incredible from the trailer like the first trailers like it's just that incredibly moving score like it fits perfectly with the setting it just is i can't wait like my digital deluxe version came with the soundtrack or a sampling of the soundtrack came like 10 tracks from it and i'm like i want to listen to it so bad but i also want to wait until i experience it all in the game and then go back and listen i kind of like to do that with especially games i'm like super excited about but uh, that so I've just been loving the soundtrack. So they obviously all this collaboration paid off because it's just been fantastic. But uh, that in that section where it said like Disney movies are an inspiration, I was immediately like, oh yeah, this feels like you're playing a Pixar movie. Like it yeah. feels like in level of like the quality of the animation and all that, and just kind of it's overall like there's a a darkness to it in the story because that's kind of the thing you find a wayward spirit who's not going peacefully basically. Yeah, and that kind of sets up as the main conflict, and so there's that dark side of the game but it kind of still has that overall like lightness of like the you know of what you would expect of like a a disney pixar that's a really good point to bring up because when i've been playing kano one of the games that i've been thinking of a lot not necessarily in terms of gameplay but Mm -hmm. in terms of the feeling and the setting and just kind of the tone that the game takes overall, I'm getting very strong Okami vibes. Oh, interesting. Which I wasn't really expecting. But something about the game just really reminds me about Okami, and I'm like, yes, I love that game. I'm sure that it probably has a lot to do with 
another one of the big themes that's kind of woven into Kana's gameplay is that you're going through these areas that have sort of been corrupted mm -hmm. by malevolent spiritual influences. So as you play through the game and you kind of restore those points back to their previous, I guess, uncorrupted glory, you're kind of restoring nature in the process because right. all of these kind of curse zones, they're ugly as sin. They're hideous. <laughs> they're all like red and gray and they're goopy and they look bad. So yeah. when you blast that all away, everything kind of bursts back into like greenness and nature and splendor. And that's very reminiscent of Okami. So that's probably where my brain is drawn those lines. But that's a good thing. My kind of like game comparison that of what I'm in my head it's given, and I can't quite put my finger on what it is exactly. It's given me strong Horizon Zero Dawn vibes. Really? Yeah. Huh. I think just in, the, I think the same kind of way, like how Kana's staff is, has a lot of versatility to it. Uh, so does Aloy's. Like, you know, oh, it can also be like okay. a bow. It can be a spear. It can be, you know, a lot of that stuff. And uh, I think just also kind of too, like how it is, like you're cleansing a corruption and you do that in horizon through the corruption that is taking over the, the point. monsters, the machines and stuff like that. So there are parallels. It's not completely similar, but still those parallels. And I just kind of keep seeing that and feeling that as I play through the game, which is making me love it even more. Yeah. Uh, but a little bit, I guess we should say about the game and what you're doing when you play it, it is a third person and open world for kind like not, not like totally open world. It's more open world than I expected it to be. I was expecting it to be, a very linear experience more akin to like the old 3d platformers of like, even like say Spyro from when I was, you know, okay. like very much a defined path that you're okay. going down. I thought it was going to be more of that, but this is like, you have a big map, you have these certain world areas that you can travel to freely. It's not like you have to be like, cool, you reached the end of that level. Let's move on. You know? So it, it is not full open world, but it does have it. Like, I would say open world light. The, yeah, I think that's, kind of a good way to put it. I wouldn't necessarily describe it as open world. I would liken it in size to something like a Twilight Princess or a Scoured Sword. Yeah, yeah. I'm I not think, saying like a Valhalla. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying like no, no. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So it's some definitely kind of not Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no, no. It's no. a little tone, bit. Tone down your yeah, expectations a little, little, little smaller bit. than that. A little yeah. skosh. Bring it down yeah, a little bit. But, but the yeah. actual the actual gameplay of it is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um and and not necessarily difficult. It, it's actually really easy to pick up because Kana has her staff, exactly like you said, and the rote. So the whole point is that as you're going through these areas and cleansing them and sending spirits off to the other world, uh, you have to beat shit up in the process. Yep. Classic video game and baby. <laughs> so these kind of corrupted points, they'll spawn enemies at you and you just sort of have to wipe them out to be able to get to a point where you've weakened the point of corruption enough to then cleanse it with the rote. So your attacks are R1 and R2, and it's basically just bashing them with your stick. And I'm like, yes, let's get into some of that good old-fashioned hack and slashing. Mm -hmm. Now, there's technically no auto, there's no lock-on for manual, but the auto-lock feature of the game is actually really intuitive. Have you noticed that? There is a manual auto-lock. You can, you can manually lock on to creatures? Yeah. Why? R3. Why would you need that, though? Because the because the auto lock is really good. Oh, I haven't really like I don't know if I've paid attention to it. Honestly, I didn't even know there was a manual version. <laughs> I'm Anyways, only, I, I usually only like do the manual version. If I'm in a solo fight, I'm not. But like if it's a, a big group, I usually like target the the big guy or oh, something like that. Well, even if you don't target the big guy manually, the auto lock as soon as you kind of pivot to mm -hmm. a different enemy, it immediately locks on. So I'm not having any trouble in that regard, which is really nice. Yeah. Uh, so through a mix of light attacks, which are R1, and heavy attacks, which are R to you just kind of bash enemies into dust now on top of that you can get the rote involved so i think it's really cute that one of the first things the game teaches you is that the rote are kind of scared of stuff yeah so, <laughs> so it's like well you can't immediately use them in battle because they're, they're kind of freaked out yeah. they think enemies are scary so kana has to like inspire them to join the fight by like beating a couple of enemies first and they're like oh okay all right we yeah. can join in so there are ways that you can use them in battle to like kind of um what's the word for it slow down trap 
bind them is what it bind, says in the game. Yeah, bind yeah, yeah. That's the like the first one I think you can Yeah, get. you can start binding enemies in battle just to slow them down so that you can then go in there and wail on them. And Kana also does have sort of a spiritual shield mm-hmm. that goes around her when you hit L2. L1. L1. L2 draws your bow. Ah, right. Uh, so if you hold L1, you hold the shield. And if you do it at exactly the right time, you can parry attacks, which knocks the enemy back. And then again, you can go in and wail on them. I've been getting the hang of the parry but it's actually pretty tricky it, to get that timing right that's what i was gonna say yeah. like the the fun thing that i have really loved about this game obviously the combat's a very big feature of it but i have loved how precise the, the combat is like you have to have your timing for that parry oh that parry down. has to be just it has right. to be perfect yeah it's dark souls level of you would better be right about yeah this. like you and <laughs> if you're wrong like you take what difficulty are you playing uh normal okay spirit I, guide mode i try i did the one the highest available. Oh, okay. So you did master spirit guy. Yes. Just, an, I wanted to try it out that. because yeah. like, I, I sometimes feel like, like I had to do that in Valhalla. Like I start off and I'm at the beginning level and then eventually I'm just to the point like, okay, I feel like it's a little, I've, I've got it well enough. I know what I'm doing. I need a little bit more of a challenge. So I was like, I'm going to try this one out and see. It's hard. Uh, I am not even on your mode. So there's story mode, which is like the easiest mode and mm-hmm. you can play through and enemies have less health and they're less aggressive. Then there's my mode, which is spirit guide mode, which is air quotes normal. And there's your mode, which equates to hard mode. Yeah. There's one more above that, but you have to beat the game. I think yeah, first, it's like hard new mode. game plus yeah. kind, of, kind of deal. Uh, even on my mode, I've already died a number of times. Oh, I've died so many times. Yeah. So the funny thing is, is that kind of you know, with the enemies, they're the little scrubby ones, right? And then eventually you get to the kind of bigger ones i think they're called sprouts just two to three hits from those will instantly kill yeah that's that's what i'm getting hit with yeah you they're tough so it's actually this game's not joking around no (laughs) you really have to use your dodge you've got to dodge your shield your parries and your attacks you have to use those really carefully and then the road of course to make sure that you don't die because kena does have a health bar and when you're out and about in the standard environment the health bar regenerates on its own so if you take like a bit of environmental damage you're just going to regenerate that in a couple of minutes but when you're in battle it doesn't so you might get lucky and there's a couple of kind of health points within the uh, for lack for lack of a better word arena that mm-hmm. you're in at the time you might be able to get a couple of those but once they're gone you're, they don't you're, come back they don't come back no you're so done you gotta for. be smart and two you have to time it right with is it better to use the rot to heal me or to do something to the enemy yeah so it's it's there's a lot at play in the combat. Yeah, there's I'm, a lot I'm going on a there. Big fan of it though. And there's a lot more to be had as you continue to progress f- through the game because very similar to every other game you've ever played, there is a <laughs> small. It's not very expensive. There's no. a small skill tree. Yep. So there's not a lot happening there that I could see. There's a couple that I apparently haven't unlocked yet, but your basic skills that you can upgrade with Kana are things like the strength of her shield, uh, different types of attacks. So you can upgrade her attacks and get her a different heavy attack, a different light attack. You can also increase your abilities for the rote themselves yeah. so that they can do more in battle. So there's a little bit of everything that you can kind of do to Kana and to the rote to make them stronger, but it's not massive these are short skill trees well and the thing too that you're also doing as you're going throughout the world and progressing through the story is you are collecting more rot because you the the more rot you collect will level up the character them and allow them to do more abilities and have better bigger influence in the battle because um because yeah because at the beginning you know the bind is great but then you quickly be like, I need them to do more for me yeah. because I'm dying. They're not pulling their weight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you know, go around and you find and you find more rot and they'll join join up your squad. You get a cute little anime, so little the, video as they, actually, as they uh, join you and they're like, uh, hello. <laughs> this is genuinely one of the parts of the game that I'm enjoying the most because to find the rote out and about in the world, they're little forest spirits. So they're always kind of hidden. Yeah. So the hunt for the rote is something I'm really enjoying. I'm like, what about over there or over there? What about in that pot or in that tree? And it's got to be a, a like a, uh, a trophy for platinum. Oh, I'm yeah, sure that you have be. to find all the rot because in, if, sure. if you look at the map, it'll like give you area objectives, which I also like. It lets me know what I'm missing. Uh, and so, it, you know, there's a lot of stuff like that out there. There's puzzles for you to solve, which I think. Yes. Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? I was just going to ask you, as it's a very, very slight spoiler. Not that much. I'm just going to mention a name so that you know what I'm talking yes. about. When you first get to the big area as okay. you're trying to help Taro. Yes. After it's raining, because, you know, it's raining, it's dark, and then you get to that area and the rain goes away and yep. you can then progress. Did you go back 
once the rain was gone? I don't think I did. No. <gasps> Do I need you to? You missed two rote then, you absolute buffoon. Because oh, no. <laughs> if you back. went back, if you went back into that area, there were two rote oh, in the forest. Okay. I, need I to was go like, oh, then. there's sunlight over there now. I got to head back. Oh, see, that is something I would never have thought to look back I think that's also why I'm further behind you because <laughs> I keep circling back. I'm like, oh, they're here. I know they are. <laughs> But yeah, but it gives you like a, I think it's like you have to find five first and then you can find, I think, 15 to get to the next level up and stuff like that. So there's got to be a, quite a few rot. Because the, the next level after 15 is 35. Oh, geez. Yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot of them. There. There's a lot my of God. them. You got to go back to that forest. I do. I do need to get back there because I got to level up my rocks. Yeah. But uh, that leads to one of the best parts. That's like, at first I was like, that's kind of silly when I first heard about it. But now that I'm in the game. It's the best part. It's, it's one important. of the best parts. It's one of the best parts. Uh, you find hat carts around the world. And at these hat carts, you can buy and unlock hats for your rot to wear. You, Ladies and gentlemen, they're incredible. It's awesome. They're so cute. They're they so can be cute. like, I have, because I got the digital deluxe version, it did come with three. Uh, a birthday party hat, a cake hat. Cute. And a golden rot skin. So ooh, he's just gold and he's like he's shiny and wow. sparkles everywhere. But like there's one that's like a, a like a, a pot that they wear or like a mushroom the cap. The mushroom cap is so, so cute. So good. There's like clover crowns. There's a, a little fox mask, which yeah. is really cute. They're all adorable. And I, the minute I saw the, the, the phrase show up on screen, hat cart discovered. You I said, was like, do what yes. now? Yes. <laughs> this, this is, is my a new full-time job. Playing. <laughs> hat collection. For collector <laughs> but yeah it's just been honestly it's great it's been a fr- breath of fresh air because it is just like oh thank god it's good you know what i mean like it's been one of those things it's as a game waits you know goes longer and of course they had to push it back a few times well worth the wait uh because it's just been a, a great experience honestly the only issue that i've had with the game so far is when you do get the bow it shows like it has a rectangle, a circle rectangle with a dot in the middle of that circle that you, you aim with. Beneath that, it has the four four dots signifying how many shots you have. Right. It also has an arrow counter down at the bottom right of the screen. I keep aiming using the four dots, not the rectangle, because oh. those four dots are more visible. I don't know if that's been happening for you, but like no, for me, I see in that first, that first fight when you really have to use the bow, I yeah, kept yeah. hanging them in above the heads oh, all the time. Gotcha. Like, and I that's think it's just because you're like aiming up the sky, which is brighter. So you kind of lose the white of the rectangle and you just see those four. I Granted see. the auto aim calibration is, it's generous. Yeah. Forgivering. Forgivering. <laughs> Forgiving. <laughs> but, uh, but so it's not like, I'm not like, dying a bajillion times because of it it's just like i keep aiming and firing like an arrow i'm like oh, damn it <laughs> i have to adjust my aim and then it's fine uh but it's been a just a blast to play so far i want to like i'll probably play more tonight if i can oh you know? yeah like it's gonna be the obsession for a while so, so move over Splitgate. you're done the only thing that i kind of have to not not even necessarily complain about just something i've noticed that i want to compare notes with you Ooh, on okay so you're playing the ps5 version yes i'm playing the ps4 version outside of cutscenes, which are stunningly animated so good the cutscenes are absolutely gorgeous and the world in general is very beautiful to play in but i have noticed that some of the npcs specifically the two characters that you encounter early on they're okay. kind of little children yep. When you're actually not in a cutscene, their animations can look weird. Oh, really? Sometimes they don't look right. You'll have to send me a video clip. Yeah, then, because mean, no, they look normal to me. It's not. It's not even that they look not correct. It's that the graphic quality is clearly not as good. Oh, interesting. So it's more that they look worse. <laughs> they, oh, they, they, just, they just stand out. They just they they stand out because they don't look as good as their surroundings. Huh. No, I haven't Kana noticed that. always looks great. I've only really noticed it with some of the NPCs and on PS4 I have noticed a couple of just sort of visual glitches mm-hmm. like especially with the rote. Uh, if Kane is walking along and then I kind of stop and turn around the rote won't really be behind me and then they'll kind of all be behind me. I'm wondering. So I've noticed a bit of stuttering with things moving around the map that maybe you're supposed to be keeping up with yeah. me that aren't. I wonder, especially as you collect more and more rot, I wonder if that will get worse. Yeah, you'll I, have to, I you'll have to keep us updated on that too. 
But no, I haven't noticed that. If you see it again, try to like capture a screenshot or something to send to me. Because no, I haven't noticed any kind of a visual the, the glitch. The other like that. weird thing that might it might even not be a glitch. And again, it's specifically for the rote. Uh, sometimes they just don't. They're supposed to kind of swarm around you and move with you all the time. Frequently, they don't for me. Do they kind of like just sort of not come with you sometimes? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Maybe, it's like if you stand still, they kind of gather around yeah. your feet. But yeah, I, I would imagine that's probably a memory issue and like trying to manage that. Because uh, yeah, especially if you're collecting like 40, 50 rope, but right by the end of the game, like that's going to be hard to like keep all that stuff yeah, around to your render feet. them all. in. I do all love that time. you can like sit down and like take a break and like play with them. all. That's very cute. So I cute. like that too. So good. Uh, it's a, a fantastic touch. So yeah, but like honestly that arrow thing is the only thing I've, I've like, that's kind of been a knock and it's very yeah. minimal. I mean, other than the few small graphical issues that I've run into, there's really nothing. And none of the glitches have been game breaking. Oh yeah. No. Unlike a recent game breaking glitch I encountered in Eastward. Warn the good people who play well, Eastward. Yeah. Uh, so if if you're playing Eastward, just pro tip, no spoilers. If you get to a save station called the Big Station, do not save and quit there. Don't do it. Don't do it. You will not be able to get that file back. It's a known glitch. So do a save anywhere else. It's just that one that's broken. But the point is, uh, Kana is great. I'm having a blast with it. The rote are absolutely adorable. I was going somewhere with this right before I got Play it. sidetracked no. by by Eastward. <laughs> Where was I going? Um, you were mentioning with this? like the glitches, or aside glitches, from all those things. Aside from those, I don't know. having a great time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's that gone. thought is gone now. <laughs> Let's just move on. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's been a great treat for me to be playing it as well. Uh, I'm just really looking forward to playing it again. It's another one. Oh, I got my thought got back. Go for it. All I was going to say about the graphic things that I've noticed on the PS4 version, I assume that they're probably not as bad in the PS5 version, and I am very happy to forgive and overlook that because it's a team of 14 people. Yeah. And the fact that they achieved what they did, I'm fine with that. Oh, yeah. If some of it doesn't look sh as sharp as it possibly can, I don't care. Yeah. I will happily look past that to the good game that is right there, just, just right beyond those couple of tiny little nitpicks and understand that what a team of that size accomplished is astonishing. Oh yeah. It's, I don't it's know. A I great... genuinely don't know how they did it. Yeah. And I mean, I wonder, I should have looked how many years it was in development, but because like, you know, they had those two, two delays, like I said, but yeah, it's just so far the quality has Which, been top notch. And you know, talking about delays, every game, yeah. every major game got at least one to two delays. So it's not like they're, you know, unusual in that regard. Right. It's all of them. They all got delayed. The Rona. What can you do? What can you do? Well, you can stay inside and play video games. You can play Kana. Play Kana, Bridge, Bridge Spirits. Spirits. Because as of right now, as we sit here, again, not our full review, just first impressions of it, it's great. So again, I, I would I, definitely I'm, I'm, say play it. Yes, it's definitely worth it for sure. So play Bridge, Kana, Bridge of Spirits. Have a great time, just like we are. But yeah. That, I think uh, those are the first impressions. That's pretty much all I have on it too. Yeah. I don't, I don't have many other notes. I'm going to keep my notes for, you know, as we go through and everything like that, but, uh, it's, it's just, just having a blast. But with that, everybody, that, my goodness, those pups, they're, Your they're, pups are going crazy. they're going nuts. They're today. going A lot wild. of people walking by their window. <laughs> But, uh, you know, that pretty much wraps it up for this episode, I think, everybody. So thanks for joining us. Uh, but until next time, I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Moog. Adios. We'll see you all next time.